Hello and welcome to Why I Play, a podcast series that explores the reasons why, no matter how tired they are, four mothers decide to turn up and play. A special collaboration between Grazia's parenting platform, The Juggle, and Nike, in this series we speak to women who find joy, inspiration, resilience and discovery through movement. On today's episode, we're speaking to an expectant first-time mother. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a model and I am currently 36 weeks pregnant. As a model, Sarah Tarleton knew her first pregnancy would change her body and her relationship with what it could do. But she never could have imagined the effect hyperemesis was about to have on her body. It's been an extreme nine months of discovery for our mum-to-be. In our chat with Sarah, she discusses how she dealt with the debilitating sickness started to find strength through movement and how she hopes it will help during birth. Hi Sarah, how are you today? I'm good, I'm a little bit stressed actually. Before um, I had about half an hour before I jumped on board to this because um, our electricity went out last night and then we've got an electrician in and I was like, I need to get on the internet, we've got no Wi-Fi. So it was a mad dash to like get the Wi-Fi and all the everything back on but we have power, I'm here, it's calm. Wow, yeah, thank you for doing that. And so you are uh, quite late into your first pregnancy and you are, so you're getting some building work done, aren't you? Yes. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the classic, isn't it? I mean, everyone seems to do it. We had a midwife appointment the other day and she was like, I wish I could tell everyone when they first, first come in, stop doing your houses up. But she's like, you won't stop, so here you are. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you found the electricity and the Wi-Fi and you're here with us today. We're here to talk about this uh, Why I Play campaign between Nike and The Juggle. And I'm really interested to speak to you because you've had a, you know, kind of, I don't know, would you say you've had a difficult pregnancy or or would you, how would you describe it? I don't want to say to you you've had a difficult pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard because I was talking about this the other day with my sister and I was saying about how for my birth plan I feel like because the pregnancy's not been so straightforward, it's, I feel more relaxed about like anything could happen. And I did use the word difficult. And then I thought my my sister, bless her, had like six years of IVF. And as I said, I thought, I don't think I should use the word difficult because I got pregnant first time and it's everything else has been a blessing. But I have also puked every single day nonstop and I have had other stuff. So I suppose, yeah, in some ways it's, it is difficult. So that's what we were touching on. You've written some pieces for the juggle for us, which have been really popular. You, so you've had, you've struggled with hyperemesis. You've been really poorly. Um, how has that affected the whole kind of nine months? Was it since the beginning straight away or? So other than about maybe three weeks in the middle, I would say, or maybe about from six weeks. So at the six month mark, I had about a month of nothing and then it's back with a vengeance right? (laughs) and it's just been from about so from about six weeks pregnant to just non-stop with that little break in the middle it's just been uh yeah sick the whole way through or like really nauseous or um the certain thought of food I can't really eat and it's hard to explain unless you've had it um I think there are I have a friend who had a baby just before me and she you know not she wasn't trying to minimize my experience she wasn't like trying to be unkind at all but she was like I was sick a bit like you just just eat whatever you want and I was like it's not quite it's not quite like that and I think because it's not very well researched and they're still learning about it it's quite and and so many women struggle and just get on I Mm. think there are a portion of women that are like 
just get on with it. It's fine. And actually, you you can't get on. It's quite um, debilitating. Yeah, this extreme nausea, extreme sickness. And how are you feeling today? You uh, is it medication helps? Does it? They put put people on medication. Yes, which is what's bizarre to me. Just a, a fun fact mm. is um, so it's often hereditary. So if you ha- and I'm having a little girl, so it's highly likely, poor little thing, that if she, however many years time, has a baby, she'll have it too. Wow. And my my mum had it. But what's I think is bizarre is the medication that really helps me was the worst thing that they that my mum was given and so I find that that's just interesting to me that it's hereditary but the cure isn't always the same. God how frustrating to try and get that right as well when you're dealing with everything else. Yeah you have to be a bit pushy I was given lots of different medicine and then when I finally got the right one I was like I'm not don't give me anything else this is it let's get loads stocked up I have it in every handbag and now now it's pretty manageable I can feel when it's coming on I'll just take my medicine that's in all handbags and just Mm -hmm. get on. Yeah, and I think, so it might seem cruel that we're here today quizzing you about a sport, because <laughs> sport and play, because, you know, in lots of ways, people might just say, if ever there was a time to lie down, it's when you're pregnant and really poorly. But you have maintained movement and exercise throughout your pregnancy, haven't you? And I just wondered, firstly, maybe we could start with how you thought, you know, you find out you're pregnant and how in your brain you envisage yourself. Are you the kind of person who thought, you know, I'll be jogging around the park still at some Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I remember watching, um, is it Sex in the City in the, one of the films and Charlotte's pregnant and she's like running and yeah. I was like, oh, that'll so be me. Yeah. I'm going to be even better than that. Or you watch like athletes and I was like, I can do that. And <laughs> definitely was not me okay so you 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 have changed it's been like a bit of a journey of discovery for you yeah I think sorry I'm interrupting you I think it was quite hard as well for me to get my head around because working as a model and particularly starting modeling the industry is very different now but when I started like 10 years ago it wasn't how you looked in your body there wasn't any kind of flexibility in how you looked it was you have to be this size and this shape and this weight so I've always exercised quite rigorously to I think it kind of that was the only way I could control it other I never wanted to change how I ate so I would just exercise so that's always been my lifestyle and then my partner Jim is a big um really big into exercise as well and it was quite like part of our routine that we would go to like F45 or we'd go to like boxing classes together and then suddenly I was just like going from you know a heavy hit class two or three times a week and running and all this stuff to just nothing. Yeah so you did press pause for a while and 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 had to just take a step back. Apart from apart from one day where I was so desperate with the hyperemesis and I was trying anything and I had read that someone someone said that really light jogging helped if you were nauseous rather than vomiting. So obviously I would not recommend this to anyone if you're puking, but if you're nauseous, a bit of fresh air and like a light jog can help distract your brain and help pa- make the nausea pass. So I said, oh, I can do that. I can like go for a little jog. And I got home and nearly fainted and was like on the couch. And Jim was like, no more, no, no more running. Just just sit and watch telly for a bit. So we had about six weeks where I just, I put my feet up and then eased back into like slow movement. 
Okay. So yeah, that's what I was going to ask next. What have you found has worked for you? It's more Pilates, is it, you've been... Yeah, I really enjoyed Pilates and finding Pilates that worked for me as well, being pregnant, because some Pilates you do have to be careful of, like the pressure on your back, can't lie on certain positions. But I found some really good, then obviously add in a pandemic. So I couldn't just go to a class and have someone and say at the start, hi, I'm pregnant. Could you just make adjustments? I had to find specific pregnancy forward Pilates classes. Um, I did zero gravity. I saw quite a few, I think it was Rochelle Humes I saw, talk about doing it when she was pregnant. And I was like, oh, I'll try that one. And actually, that was really, really good. And um, there's another one. I'm so forgetful now. I'm in that in the baby brain state. Yeah. I forget everything. So I'll, if I remember it, I'll come back to it. But there's another one that I did online, which also was like geared specifically towards pregnant women. And that was, again, excellent. And how have you, has that actively helped with your sickness? Or has it been something you've fitted in on days when you felt better? Um, that's a tough one, because I think if you ask my mum, she'll say, it's just so much of it's in your mind. You mm. need to get over it, <laughs> which is odd because she has it too. And But I feel like she's forgotten for what it was like 28 years ago. So it depends. Most days I would say, I just, if I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it. And it was more on a good day, I would exercise. But there were days where I thought, I'm on the edge here. This might help me to busy myself and move and fit like get off the endorphins going and see if that will help me feel a bit better yeah so I think probably some people are listening thinking why didn't you just take the opportunity especially after years of modeling to just lie down for six seven months I mean for you what does moving your body and play and sport help with why was it important for you to keep keep moving I actually love moving and love just love sport Mm. I come from a family of athletes my my dad played rugby for England up to under 21s my brother played professional semi-professionally my other brother played semi-professionally all all rugby like there's athletes going on all the time there's always sport on in the house I'm I can't catch they call me they they call me pingu because they'd say I would like catch like I was flapping my hands together but I loved to like always move and get involved so I think some people it's part of your lifestyle that you know some people exercise for mental health or they exercise for fitness or weight or such a vast different array of reasons you exercise but it's like always been kind of part of my lifestyle that that's what I've done so I don't Mm. think I would ever stop yeah kind of almost part of your identity yeah yeah and did it help you has the Pilates and discovering a new type of exercise has it helped you kind of alongside the pregnancy have a kind of new appreciation for your body and its strength the fact that you're still bending over backwards with a nearly human whole human inside you now do you know what I think it has actually strengthened my body in different ways and it's really helped me keep working as well, which, again, people might listen and go, go on maternity leave, why are you doing that? <laughs> but again, I enjoy my work, I enjoy yeah. going to work, and I had, um, I've had some shoots where, you know, it's not, um, it's not quite the same as going in, these women going in nine to five every single day, but it is on my feet all day, and kind of contorting my body into different positions, or a photographer sometimes usually the men, will just be like, can you just sit on the floor and get in this position? Yeah. And 
actually most of the time I can and that's been a really nice surprise to not have to change how I work so much because I'm like no I can still do that that pose I can we can still shoot that way because Mm. my body's supple and I've I've trained it and I've been doing Pilates yeah and so much of going into birth is about having the confidence in your body being able to do it I mean has it helped in that sense as well do you feel confident in the fact that your body's still moving yeah like I try and and I I feel confident that I can just keep going. Like today, I've just come back from taking my nephew to um, the Natural History Museum to look at wow. dinosaurs, which we're in school t- school holiday time. That was that was chaos. Yeah, and I was on my feet, and and I was fine. I got home, and I had to have a little rest, but I I kept going, and my body. I I feel like I've kind of built up a bit more of a, a strength and a resistance that I'm kind of. Yeah, I I sit and go, actually, I'm feeling good about myself and I'm feeling like I can do this. We should say it's important too, isn't it? If you're just having one of those days, months, weeks, whole pregnancies and you just want to rest. It's like the start of Friends there. (laughs) One of those days, weeks, months, years. Yeah, yeah, it is okay as well, isn't it? We'd never ever want there to be like a standard. It's more about saying, you know, do what's right for you. Yeah, and I think that's something as well. I would would hate for anyone that's listening to me to think, oh my God, I have to do that. And I, that's the pressure I feel with my job, particularly when I started and models looked a certain way. I hated to be part of that, like I should do what that woman's doing. I should eat what she's doing. I should exercise the way she's exercising. Like, like I've touched on, I exercise all the time. So it wasn't hard for my body to kind of keep going, but I don't, you read about some women that have, like I mentioned my friend who's pregnant, was pregnant, she worked in an office at a desk. So for her, she wasn't training in the same way that I was. So for her to suddenly just pick up and go, I'm going to run every day, that's just, that wouldn't be realistic even without the baby. So I think we do also have to look and say what's like manageable for me. I mean, you touched on it there, but as a model, how have you found your body changing? You know, lots of women, I spoke to Frankie Bridge, for instance, recently for an interview, who said, you know, it needs to be as okay for women to say, you know, it's fine for your body to change as for some women to say, actually, I haven't enjoyed it. I just wondered how you found your body changing. It's been a real mixed bag for me, because in some ways, I have, I'd I'd be lying if I didn't say I've had years worth of not liking my body because you'll be on set and someone will literally Photoshop you in front of your face. So I've had years of looking and going, oh God. And there's something that's been really like, I don't know the word, like magical about mm. looking at my body and kind of thinking, well, this is this is what you're made to do and how brilliant. And who cares? Because these lumps and bumps are for something so precious. And yeah. that's been brilliant. But then I'd also, I do look in the mirror and go, oh, I feel so gross today. Or there's like, there's that in-betweeny stage when you can't really tell anyone you're pregnant. You can't like Mm. see it, but it just looks like you've had a really big dinner and you don't really fit your jeans, but you don't fit maternity jeans. And like, that was a really tough stage. Mm. Yeah, I think lots of women find that. And I think if we're going to say it's okay to love your bumps you have to also say sometimes it's okay to be honest about not always feeling that way too so I read a really lovely article the other day in I cannot remember what magazine but it was called being body neutral Mm -hmm. and they said essentially it's okay to look at women that are celebrating their bodies and this body positivity and think I wish I could be like that but it's also okay to look some days and go 
but I still feel fat or Mm. I still feel too thin or I still feel whatever. And it's just some days you look and go, well, these arms lift. They they do all the things they need to do. So I've got arms today and just feel neutral. And I think that's probably the best way I could describe how I felt about my body with this pregnancy. Mm. There are days when it's great, days when it's not. But often I'm like, you're just doing your job. And enjoying the workout still, how have you found finding some decent maternity workout gear? (laughs) So I have actually been wearing the Nike maternity wear and my favourite piece is they've got this one that's got like a kind of crossover, which when I first got the pieces, I must have only been, it was that that early, like I don't quite fit anything phase. And I was like looking, thinking, oh, I've not got a tummy. Why do I need this crossover? What's this for? And now I'm at eight, nearly nine months. I'm like, this is brilliant. There is, there's, there's room for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had no exactly which one you mean. That's really nice, that piece. And how have you found thinking about going into birth? Obviously, it's your first time. As you said, you've had a bit of a rough time. How now are you excited about going into the birth and, and seeing how that goes? Well, I try... I actually try and look at the positive in most things in life. And I think a positive of having a bit of a rougher ride is that I'm not afraid because I have no preconceptions. Um, There was a point where I actually had to go into hospital quite late at night. And then because of COVID, Jim couldn't come with me. And I Mm. was just by myself on the like maternity ward being monitored until maybe like midnight one o'clock in the morning and oddly I kind of left and thought well if I can do that and those women were lovely and they all looked after me and I managed by myself and I'm still calm like it's fine and so I think that's actually oddly kind of the experience of being sick and going in and having all these things makes you realize like it's not that bad I can well I've not got that yet but it does (laughs) kind of I, I feel like mentally it set me up rather than going in and thinking I'm going to have this perfectly set up birth Mm. and I've got this music I'm going to play and I'm going to light this scent because that that very well may happen but that also may not Mm. whereas I feel like I'm kind of just what will be will be however she comes she will make a grand entrance I'm sure and just so long as everyone's safe and healthy then I'm happy yeah and do you, you having a little girl, do you think about in the future how you'll talk to her about sport and play and movement? It sounds like your whole kind of upbringing just had it as one of those things that the whole family did together. Well, I think she's already got the Liverpool football kit in the home, <laughs> away and training. So she will yeah. know about football. Yeah. Um, for context, my dad is from Liverpool and is a huge fan. So that's where she's got the full, the full gear. But yeah, I was actually... Do you know what I was watching on, it came up on Instagram, it was um, shared by someone, it was a little girl in America, she must have been about three, watching the Olympics, watching the women's weightlifting, mm. and she turns and goes to her dad, they're so strong, I want to be like them, oh my yeah. god, look at their bodies, and I watched it and thought, isn't that the most magical thing, because however many years ago when I was that little girl's age, people probably looked and were like, ugh, why is she not like a 90s Kate Moss really thin or why does she not look this way whereas this girl's just looking going she's strong and I want to go to the Olympics and I looked at it and thought I hope that my 
child views whatever sport it is whether that's swimming or tennis or whatever it is and any body in any Mm. shape and just thinks like that's cool yeah and you are coming towards your end of your pregnancy now it is a long nine months which I feel like is not talked about enough it's a long time what are you looking for (laughs) what are you looking forward to are you looking forward to moving your body a bit more freer again or is it just basically looking forward to a glass of wine um I'm looking forward to eating things mm. and not being sick. Yes. I can't wait to eat chicken. <laughs> I've not been able to eat chicken. One of my favourite things, my mum makes a really good chicken curry and I can't wait to eat that and not like even talking about it now. I'm like, Ugh. no, but that's, I can't wait to do that. And then, yeah, just like getting out. We, we live by a really lovely park that's got like big tennis courts and it's got a duck pond and mm. it's just kind of, yeah, getting out and getting out with her, showing her the world. Yeah, absolutely. So on the whole, if anyone's listening and they're kind of sat there thinking, I don't feel great. I don't know if I want to go outside today for a walk. I don't know what to do. What would you say to people and, and given your experience with movement and play? Um, pop on this podcast and and <laughs> <laughs> Jake, I would, do you know what? I think it's so hard because the first thing I would say is listen to your body because mm. some days actually don't go out, put Netflix on, put on something that you like, eat a, eat a meal that you like, eat a cookie, have a cup of tea because mm. some days it's not worth pushing yourself, but some days it is. And those are the days when it's good to say, if you can, to a friend that may be around the corner or your partner, can we just go for a walk? Mm. And that's what, that's where like in this stage where I couldn't really do anything, it was actually kind of nice to be in a pandemic and Jim was at home and we were around because then I would be able to say to him, actually, I, I need some fresh air. I can't go far, but can we just walk around the block? And I kind of, I think it's, yeah, it's good for the the soul and the mind to re- and to see that your body can do it and that you're like actually okay I've managed this maybe tomorrow I can do something else or do something a bit more or go a bit further Mm, absolutely well Sarah thank you so much for talking to us today not long left now I hope you have a good few weeks left of your pregnancy I know I'm so excited there's not long left I was about to say brilliant they're gonna get a night's sleep where I don't have a bad back but I think it'll be a different version of uninterrupted interrupted sleep yeah something else might keep you off I'm afraid (laughs) I know thank you so much to Sarah for joining us today to find out more about this special campaign from Nike go to Instagram and follow Grazia's parenting platform at The Juggle UK, where you can read more from Sarah and last week's guest, Muay Thai boxer and Nike London trainer, Nezreen Daly. We'll be back with another episode next week. <laughs>